What in the fuck is really going on out there? Bud's in the basement. Welcome to Bud's in the Basement Podcast. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say. And I'm back with my co-host, Bubba the Mouth. Hi. And we are bringing back the fire as usual. And I'm so bundled up right now, though, because it's so cold here in the Midwest. Bro, so cold out. So cold, like I'm in my hoodie. I had my robe on earlier, and I was like, I can't record in this robe. Even though that's no. how we used to do buds back in the day. I had yeah. the the dude thing going. You on. had the dude look. I did have uh, the dude thing going on. It's so cold. Uh, my screen doors have frost because you know the house warm moisture and shit. You could chisel away at it. We have officially seen snow in Detroit, and it's not funny. I, but it was I, a little bit. But did you hear about the snow in Buffalo? Six feet. Yeah, I'm glad we don't live there. Thank you very much. But the Buffalo Bills are going to be here at Ford Field on Sunday. On Sunday, 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 which will already be passed by the time we record. But, hey, we got to watch it. And then they'll be here on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday for Lions-Bills. Wait, what? The Bills. We play them at home on Thanksgiving. Oh, so the Bills, the Bills just get to stay at Shinola for like a week. Yes. They'll be here. Or wherever they stay. Week. I'm not going to put anybody's business out there, but I would imagine they're staying at Shinola because it's nice as fuck there. Mm-hmm, probably. Which they sell watches and whatever. And they have a restaurant, which is the restaurant's okay. Me and Mrs. Buds have gone there. If you want pasta, it's great. If you don't want pasta, don't go. But uh, <laughs> don't go. Well, no, because it had they have like really expensive pasta with like bolognese sauce and shit. Which, by the way, I'm wearing my LA hat because I wish we had LA weather. Um, I don't wish we were in LA though, not in the least bit. Trust me. Um, I am I am no uh, fan of California. Yes, I just said that out loud. But yeah, the show, brother. I miss living in Camarado too, but I don't like Denver at the moment. Camarado might not be as commie as you think anymore. It is. Father in law is different. He hates every minute. That's why he moved out to the country. Wow. Okay. He Such got the fuck like. out of Denver. Okay. I got you. I got you. But hey, let's bring in the show. And we're going to bring it in with uh, our favorite woman in the entire world, Nancy fucking Jenna Jameson. Oh, go on. <laughs> You're aging ourselves with the fucking Jenna Jameson, by the way. But Nancy Pelosi. Look, I'm stroking it to the oldies, folks. This is what it is. Hey. Nancy Pelosi is bowing out. Shit is she bowing out or she get fucking fired? You tell me. Uh, both. We'll She's say bowing both. out. She's trying to sound gracious. Fuck that cunt. She's out. Yeah, I, I, I'm agree with fuck that cunt one, 100%. But hey. For all the people who are excited about Nancy Pelosi leaving, let's do Cocaine Mitch next. But I want to talk about and thank her, you. her awesome husband, though, in, this, in, the, in the stories that keep changing. Maybe you that's why awesome she's bowing out. That uh, had a, a hammerman, per se. We'll call him a hammerman in his underwear. Can we call him a handyman? We can call him a handyman. Hammerman, handyman. Because Fix It Felix Jr. ain't cutting it. But check this out, y'all. A hammerman breaks in the Pelosi's home in his underwear, 
which why are you breaking into somebody's house in your underwear? Nothing to see here, right? Nothing to talk about. Never, ever has anything weird ever happened in a politician's home ever. Um, with no security. With no security, by the way. And they don't own any guns to shoot said hammerman in his underwear to stop whatever he's trying to do. Well, let me put this out there, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't give a fuck what you think, honestly. I honestly feel like that was some kinky shit gone wrong. We've talked about it already, and uh, here we are. I just think it's funny how the San Francisco media is trying to silence its own reporters on the on the job because the stories keep changing. That's another reason that you have to believe that this is probably some kinky shit gone wrong is because the story keeps changing. But anyway, Pelosi's live in a multi-million dollar home. That is probably gated, most likely. It's not like some crazy asshole decided to walk over there. You know what I mean? In his underwear with a hammer. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. let's talk about so, Mr. Cocaine Mitch like you want kinky, to. Kinky shit gone wrong. That's where we're going. Pelosi, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. We hate you. We do. We genuinely hate you. Go fuck yourself. But yes. anyway, tell, cocaine tell Mitch. The tales of the we got to do cocaine Mitch. What was that? I said, tell the tales of the dark side somewhere else, Crypt Keeper. She's Seriously. just like the Crypt Keeper from Tales of the... Uh, yeah, Tales from the Crypt. But let's do cocaine Mitch next. Like, he's got to go too. If Pelosi's gone, cocaine Mitch has to go. It would make sense. I mean, it would make perfect sense, and it would be the perfect opportunity for younger blood to take said spots with better ideas, which we have been talking about since this show's uh, inception um, almost a year ago. I mean, we're almost a year into this, dog. Yeah, my personal feelings, I don't care left, right, up, down. Let's get new blood in the works. Seriously, we need to get rid of these dinosaurs. Left, I don't right, care up, if it's down. red or blue. Keep the blood, keep, keep the blood fresh and new. What's the minimum age for uh, Congress? Twenty five, right? Actually, young. You can get. Let's, I could get in the Congress right now. You can get in the Congress. I know. What I'm trying to say is, vote young. Vote the young in. Let them get rest. Let's bring it in. But, like, when it comes to Cocaine Mitch, we got to get him out of there, too. I mean, I think Cocaine Mitch is just as bad as Nancy Pelosi, if not worse, honestly. That's it. Yeah. I Like, he's got to go. I mean, how the fuck do we keep voting in dinosaurs? I don't get it. Um, it kind of goes Reed. with the, election are rigged, the elections are rigged type thing. I'm going to go with that. Um, but, hey. But I've been saying that for years before, you know. So, yeah, they are rigged. Yeah. Everything's rigged at this point. When it comes to the United States government, it's fucking rigged. Now, WWE let's is more move believable. on. Let's move on to Herschel Walker because this shit. Yeah, you told hilarious. me about this. I'm fresh on it. Sean, take her away. Dude. So Herschel Walker gets out in front of all the people after the runoff has been announced. You know, Chase Oliver, Libertarian, forces a runoff. And, and Herschel Walker's out there trying to earn votes. Except, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help but laugh at this shit because it's so fucking ridiculous. Um, Herschel Walker's out there in front of people, in front of live television, and God and everyone talking about vampire movies that he's watching with himself and his children on two separate TVs. 
and how vampires are cool. What the fuck does that have to do with getting elected? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you have to say about that? Like, he's literally talking about vampires Look, and has nothing to do with getting put elected. Put some respect on it, Sean. Put some respect on it. You want to watch? Why? You because were insulting he's a the GOP, which had the greatest vampire hunter, Abraham Lincoln. I remember that movie. Abraham Lincoln, vampire killer. <laughs> I don't think that's where Herschel Walker was going. God, I you think... could only hope. You could only hope after hearing that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, Herschel Walker is literally the reason why Republicans can't win elections. Literally. If you go back and listen to his speech about vampire movies that nobody gives a fucking hot mammy fuck about. Now, that's where I'm going to kind of disagree with you. That's not the reason why, man. They, they, it's because they're feckless. They're, they don't stand up. They shut the fuck up. They don't push back. They're pussies. Need I say more? That's the reason why they don't win elections. And they, they talked about pros. vampire movies that nobody gives a fuck about when you're literally in the middle of a runoff trying See, to win Republicans an always. Republicans are always out of tune. Twilight is not popular at the moment, is what it is. Holy shit, man. I just, that's what Republicans, this is why you can't win fucking elections, is because you put people out there like Herschel Walker. It's literally ridiculous. Now, yeah, yeah, Republicans start getting brain dead people or dead people on ballots, then you'll fucking win. You oh, need people like Fetterman. Yeah, you need or his Biden. Ass up there. Or Biden, you need to be grotesque to win. Okay, so either that or just give shit away. One or the other. Here's here's you and I right now. Here's you and I talking about how Republicans should get elected. Right when we don't give a fuck about that. Oh no, I'm just saying how they could possibly win. None of them should be fucking elected, in my opinion. I don't think any Democrats should be elected, in my opinion, either, because they are fucking statists. They are socialists. They are communists. They don't care about you or because... I or any of our listeners' freedom. We have to move on from such things. But Republicans in general are so out of touch that they put people out there like Herschel Walker, who's talking to people about vampire movies when he should be talking about how he can win an election and how to gain votes. This is the problem I have with Republicans. The Cajun libertarian has said it best. Republicans are worse than Democrats because the Democrats at least in one section tell you who they are in the open, out in the open. They tell you exactly what they're doing. Republicans hide behind smaller government protection of the second amendment, protection of the first amendment, and they hide behind that when they don't give a hot mammy fuck about said things. That's what makes Republicans worse than Democrats at this very point. Now, the only thing I'll agree with Republicans is they want limited government. That's the only ones, thing I agree with. Which ones, the, which ones say that? Because Republicans have never, which never ones? not once. Have you not paid attention to all the voters uh, the last six years? Which one? Which voters. one wants more government? Those are the voters. Where which, are the but, people? But my thing is, which Republicans want more government? Not the ones that are Democrat Republicans like fucking Cheney. 
that bitch ain't no fucking Republican. She she never was. At least in here, she never was. Don't get me started with Cheney because Cheney is one of the murder cults. Mitt Romney, he's not a fucking Republican. That that motherfucker's a Democrat, hundred for fucking percent. Remember Romney fucking fucking had a Democrat? Do you not remember when Romney had a victory speech in 2012 against Obama, and then all of a sudden Obama was like, "No, I'm here to stay." Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Romney versus Obama. I was like, you, how do you have two Democrats running against each other for president? Because Romney's a rhino, just like all the fucking rest of them. Republicans yeah. so and anyway, Democrats are the same. We have to move on. We have to move on. Yeah, We're not going to fucking on. do politics this whole show. We have to move on to Trump, though, and go quick with it. Do we have to? <laughs> we have to because it, he finally did what we called he's running for election again right does he have a chance of winning re-election from what you're hearing mainstream media no from what i'm hearing independent media 50 50 toss-up why you call me mainstream media dog from what you heard on mainstream media i'm not calling you mainstream oh, okay. i'm saying from I'm what just... you heard hey mainstream i'm busting media. your balls motherfucker that's all i'm saying but hey <laughs> Let's check this out. Let's check this out real quick. You have two different. My thing is, you have two different stories. Once again, nobody knows which way is up. So, eh. but the proof is in the pudding right now. Donald Trump has zero percent chance of winning another election. Zero. He couldn't even get his endorsements to win. Not a single one. Not a single one in the midterms did Trump's endorsements win. Which goes to show people are ready to move on. We have to get the fuck out of this nonsense. It's over, Trump. Move on. The GOP is going to bring in DeSantis. Sorry, not sorry. You know, I'm still not voting for either, no matter what. Do I respect what DeSantis did in Florida? Of course. Would I respect his policies? Probably not. Because I'm an anarchist. Because... To be president, in my opinion, you've had to serve. That's my opinion. You had to be in the service to be president. That's that's my saying. That's my thought. And so. as a soldier, you are entitled to that. And I'm not saying you're wrong at all. But DeSantis was a soldier. Oh, no. Like I said, my thought. And DeSantis also won by 20 points in his gubernatorial election. Dude, that was huge. You, you, you guys, if you haven't paid attention to DeSantis until up until COVID, you don't know shit about the guy. He literally won by a small margin the first time around, and then he comes in, mollywops the whole fucking state of Florida, and wins Dade fucking county by twenty wow. points. He won by twenty points, and Mark Rubio won handily as well. I personally think it was that fucking hurricane that that made DeSantis win because that's when people saw through the bullshit and saw that what he was doing was good. And he said, fuck it. I'm like, you had people saying they're Democrat and they're voting for DeSantis. You had many saying that. And so proof is in the pudding. Like you said, at, at this point where the GOP is at, and and I don't want to sound like a Republican, but if you're going to run somebody for president, you better run DeSantis. You're not going to run Trump. I Trump, Fuck Trump. Honestly, it's over. It's over for him. I don't understand why he's going to try. 
Because Trump has to go on campaign so again, too. He's so old. That's another thing, too. Why do we need another 78-year-old president? He's going to be 78 in 2024. We don't need this. Knock it the fuck off. Move on. We're going next. We have to go next. Missiles hit Poland. Russian, right? Oh, you mean the media who was like, Russia, 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 bomb Poland, which I'm so glad that both of us actually, you and I both shut the fuck up about this and let it be. We didn't say a goddamn word about it. We let it pan out? Yeah, (laughs) we did. While media outlet after media outlet after media outlet was like, Russia bomb fucking Poland. Russia, 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 some more. Guess what, motherfuckers? Ukraine bombed Poland. Ukraine did that. Thank you very much. Which also killed two people. Which, in the grand scheme of things, oh, it only killed two people. No, it killed two innocent Poland residents. Yeah. I remember missiles. That were supposed to supposedly stop fucking Russian rockets from hitting Poland, which is untrue. It's not fucking true. Ukraine bombed Poland on purpose to poke the bear. The truth came out so fucking early. This is why I'm saying Zelensky is a warmongering tyrant, a white supremacist piece of shit. Doesn't have to do anything with Azov Battalion and how he supports actual Nazis, right? Nothing at all, right? Nothing. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Zelensky bombed fucking Poland on purpose. And I didn't hear this anywhere. This is my own mind, which is not always the best. But hey, this is my own mind. And this is a lot of people's other minds, too. I'm not the only one. I've talked to multiple people who are actually... Um, somebody in politics. I'm not going to name any names. And with Dude, that saying, hello, NSA. How are you doing today? Anyway. Fuck you, NSA. By the way, we haven't done that in a while. Go fuck yourself, NSA. You can listen all you want. I got something special for you when you come here, by the way. But anyways, yeah. No. Don't cut it off. Dudes and dudettes. Dudes and dudettes. Those missiles hit Poland on purpose because Zelensky knew that the media would immediately blame Russia, which in theory should have put a fire under NATO's ass to go after Russia. Absolutely not. Full stop, as Cajun Libertarian would say. Um, Dudes, this shit was on purpose. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. Zelensky wants this war so bad. He wants it more than anything. He does. And and I don't know what else there is to tell you about it. He literally takes money from the United States and military equipment. How much? At this point? Almost $100 billion. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. Folks, that's your money. Your that's your money. money. That's my money. That's your bubble money. money. That's your mom's money. That's your dad's money. Your sisters, your brothers, your cousins. That's everybody's money. 
going there to support murder. And I'm sorry, I'm I'm I don't give a fuck about Ukraine anymore. I haven't for the longest time. I remember when this we started talking about it. We kind of thought it was cool that Zelensky was on the front line and everything. And I found out that photo was fucking false as shit. And that was during a field training exercise. And then I saw more bullshit in between. So <laughs> I the more you honestly look into started it, saying fuck Ukraine two months into this. The more you look into it, the more that you realize what's really happening. The fact yeah. that Ukraine bombed Poland and killed two people in hopes that it was going to be blamed on Russia, like the media immediately said, which I'm so glad that you are you and I both kept our mouths shut. You and I were both very, very poised at that because well, similar shit both of us would be like, like look at what the fuck's going on. Fucking blah 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 blah. No. Dude, you're surprised that any government has set up anything. We got fucking 9-11. We have Benghazi. Come on, dude. How many more things do you have to fucking put two and two together that, dude, this is, we're all pawns in this shit. The moral of the story is don't believe what the media is telling you because they're the first ones to put out some bullshit story such as Russia bombed Poland when it was fucking Ukraine the whole time. Let's pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. Why get involved in something that isn't ours? This is the moral of the whole story. It has nothing to do with United States freedom and or liberty. War has money. That is why. War has money for who? Not us. Actually, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. How John, do you figure? As what us kept as this a in Iraq? Listen, what kept us in Iraq? What valuable resources over there? Come on, man. Put two and two together. There's money Listen, into it. They pay us to send our, our money us over for there. them, though. Money for them, not for us. This has they no send, money for us. No, not us as a government. We're talking about those who run the shit. No, what I'm saying is it has no money for the common folk who pay taxes into yes, the system. that's what I'm saying. There's money involved. Not for me and you. Pockets are lined for those in charge. Yes. That's what I'm fucking telling you, bro. There's money in war. Well, fucking say it better, fucker. <laughs> not my fault you're three sheets to the wind. Listen, man, it's not my fault that you wanted Coffee. to record an hour later than we were supposed to, and I need to do you more shots. You know what? That is my fault. <laughs> I love you, Because, man. folks, believe it or not, we have a more fun journey down this rabbit hole of a show we have. We're, we're getting out of this, by the way. Fuck this politics shit. We're done. We're done with politics. We're done with it right now for this show. Now, to all you boomers... Who come out? What, say, what boomer? Are we talking about real World War II boomers? Or are we talking old folk? Old folk. They're the boomers now. They're the boomers. Gen now. X? Generation X? Go fuck yourself. I'm Gen X, asshole. You're tail end of Gen X, just like how I like to say I am, but I'm not. 
No, I'm tail. I'm very tail. I'm like at the very. I'm like riding on Gen X's coattails. Seriously, because wasn't but Gen I'm X? There. From I'm like- there. I'm there, and I own it, and I love it. But guess what, motherfuckers? To all the boomers who say, "Hey, when I was around, men dressed like men." Well, <clears throat> I'm about to bring this in a little bit, and we're gonna talk about '80s fucking hair bands, which I love so much. Uh, Every boomers, mother's hair do you, do dresser you, got raided. Do you forget, <laughs> boomers, that the 80s came and owned over a decade of music? Did you forget that, boomers? Because uh, when you talk about the times of when uh, your men were men, well, 80s hair bands are going to prove a little different. And I love it so much. Now, that- we like to call it 80s hair bands, but it's also called glam rock as well. Glam rock, arena rock, whatever you want. It was fucking, fucking fun time, man. And we're totally going to talk about it. And now, when it comes to hair bands and arena rock or glam rock or whatever you want, um, that is a very special uh, time for me when it comes to nostalgia. Because, believe it or not, probably the late 80s is when I... I finally started figuring out music on my own other than what, you know, mom and dad played on the radio and whatnot or whatever, which you get a lot of your, your musical influences from is from your parents. But when I finally started to figure out music on my own, uh, it happened to be closer to the late eighties when it, (laughs) with uh, like bands like poison and Motley Crue. Now you were raised baptist right so you had to listen to decent music did you buy any like awesome cds and put them in like a striper cassette because stripers christian awesome metal rock they were christian rock who 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 made it mainstream um i did not do that unfortunately i probably good idea now well because (laughs) i wasn't allowed to listen to certain types of music especially if it i remember dude like one of my it wasn't my first concert, but it's probably my first two, three or four concerts. I don't remember all the way. Cause it's been so long, but like I wouldn't saw poison during the open up and say, ah, tour. So jealous. So jealous. during every rose has a thorn as its peak at its peak. Like that whole album, you know, open up and say, ah, um, I wouldn't saw that in the flesh. I'm that old. I know. Holy shit. I'm in my forties now. It happened so fast. But, this uh, show brought to you in part by Viagra. <laughs> I don't need that yet, thank God. But I'm sure at some point we all will, you know, as men such as hey, it's either that or a wooden stump. Take your pick. Hey, the wooden stump might hurt. Just saying. Ouch. <laughs> Whether you're trying to fuck it or have it fuck you, I mean, it's gonna hurt either way, right? Bad wooden pickle. Ouch. <laughs> but but no, anyway, yeah, the- man. The 80s were so fucking dope when it came to music. It's literally, honestly, if I'm in a bad mood and I'm trying to cheer myself up, I'm listening to 80s hair bands. Totally. 100% because of its nostalgic value and also because of the songwriting value and the musicians that were behind it. Um, Believe it or not, like some people think, you know, hair bands were bubblegum rock and roll or uh 
some kind of, you know, rip off of whatever, but there was actually real substance behind it. Um, lyrically and when it comes to guitars now the 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 crazy drums and the crazy bass lines hadn't quite made it to music yet it was kind of the start but when it came to guitars like honestly cc deville from poison is one of the greatest guitar players of all time if you listen to some of his solos they're absolutely disgustingly sick yeah disgustingly sick say that 10 times fast Disgustingly sick, disgustingly sick. Also, <laughs> you could even up. do it too, you know what I, mean? I naturally <laughs> fucked up. And I'm only on coffee, and I'm like Jim Beam, like this guy. More like Jameson, but yeah. But no, seriously, <laughs> the 80s brought us great music. There were so many bands. Like, think about it. There was Poison, Motley Crue, which say no more. You know, Motley Crue is Motley Crue. Tommy Lee is Tommy Lee. And they came out with a boatload of music that sold millions and millions and millions of not only records, but singles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were really good. And it was good stuff. Like, I don't know how to explain this. Um, When you're starting to figure out music on your own, which me personally, I come from a long line of musicians. Um, my biological father was a huge influence to me on music because he was in a band, right? Who played their own music and cover music. And I, I was able to witness the seventies and eighties up close and personal just because of that. Um, he had a good influence on it. I did, but I mean, there's so many more. I mean, just think about the the bands in the 80s in general. There was not only Poison, there was Motley Crue, there was Cinderella, who came out with some amazing songs, by the way, and they only got known for a couple. Um, Guns and Fucking Roses. Appetite for Destruction came out in the 80s. That was a fucking album. Which is one of the greatest albums of all time. Which, you can hey, still blare it too. Y'all know what? Real quick, because we did this for the 90s and I'm going to do this for the 80s real fast. Real, real fast. fast. I got I to gotta bust out the record collection for this. Guns and Roses. Appetite for Destruction. You want to hear something funny? I know quite a few people with that album cover tatted on them. It, dude, that album is so ridiculous and good for them for doing it. That's a good one to have on you. But That's hey, another couple. Motley Crue, Too Fast mm. for Love. Too Fast for Love. I'm showing you all my record collection. Again. Helter Skelter on single, dude. Motley Crue. Nice. Soundtrack time. Oh. Flashdance. Woo! Man! You found that golden item, didn't you? Footloose. Oh, boy. Yeah. Gonna play some Kenny Loggins? I'm going to. Highway Through the Danger Zone. (laughs) The best punk rock band of all time. Hands down. There's no questions asked. Minor fucking threat. Minor threat. 
And actually, I believe I remember you telling me when you bought that. Here's a branch off a of minor threat. Fugazi. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Oh, I highly doubt you're done. Violent Femmes. The Violent Femmes. When I'm walking, I strap my stuff and I'm so strung out. I'm did high it, as a guy. I just might stop to check you out. Let me go on like a blister in the sun. Let me go on. By the way, that song's about jerking off and is a fucking cult classic. How can you make songs about masturbating and fucking make it big? Ask it fucking violent femmes. That's the Didn't Billy Squire have stroke? That's not nearly as cool as Violent Femmes. Oof. I've heard I've heard that song in so many sporting arenas though, and I always laugh. That's the fucking yes. That's that's purple rain, purple rain. I have this heard is the 80s as that well. song be sung by Obi Trice at a karaoke bar. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh, we shit. ended up getting drunk with him. Me and my buddy Hunter. That's hilarious. Now, oh, my final that's... 80s album that I own, actually, is another soundtrack. But it's important because the 80s were awesome when it came to music. Now I had the time of my life. Dirty fucking dancing, y'all. Now That's how cool the 80s were. Just another broad perspective of how much genres were involved with the eighties. And it doesn't even count like other music that came out with other soundtracks. Like think about breakfast club. Simple minds. Don't you forget about me. You know what I mean? Starting to think that you were uh, brought up in the, you should have been a teenager to a young adult in your, uh, in the eighties. I should have been, but because I was born in, the very beginning of 1980, I actually remember a good chunk of them, hence all the records that I own. But seriously, 80s bands, Poison, you know, they were awesome. Motley Crue, Say No More. But let me talk to you about one band in particular, because they've they've written two or three of the most important songs ever written in life. And that's Tesla. Believe it or not, we're not talking, uh, you know, Tesla, the fucking Elon Musk, you know, car bullshit. We're talking about the band who came out with a song called uh, Love Song, which is so very important. And the, and the lyrics behind it and the meaning behind that song are so much amazing. I mean, there my hand, my hair, on my arm standing up again talking about that. Love is all around you. Love is knocking outside your door. You know what I mean? Like dudes and dudettes. Yep. Tesla had come out with a song that was talking about spreading love, you know, back in the eighties and also came out with a song called what you give, which is in my personal opinion, one of the greatest rock songs ever written in top five, top five rock songs ever written was what you give by Tesla, you know? And if you're not, if you're not on, on board with that or, or know what it is even, or know what I'm talking about, please go on YouTube, 
Look up Tesla, what you give. Look up Tesla love song. And even look up Tesla song and emotion. I mean, they came out with some serious fire. And the funny thing is, when I say I saw Poison and they open up and say ah to her, Tesla opened up for them during that. Well, that's pretty cool. And they were so wasted that you couldn't understand a word the singer was saying at the time. This is late 80s. I want to say probably the Palace of Auburn Hills, which rest in peace is no longer there. That was the home of the Detroit Pistons for the longest time, including the championship teams, all of them. You know, they had some of the best shows though at the Palace, though. They did have some of the best shows. Now, moving on from 80s music. Whoa, I don't get a say. That's fucked. No, I'm just trying to bust your balls, actually. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> you see, my favorite 80s, I mean, I got crew up there. I love rap. Having a rap problem was fucking cool. Round and round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're not going to take it, Mr. Twisted Sister. Now, let's go somewhere with that real quick. So, With some D. Snyder. With D. Snyder. Who actually, hang on, I got to scratch in between my eyes real quick before we go into this. I got to itch. I need to scratch. D. Snyder, dog. Let's talk about him for a minute. Uh, a guy who, uh, one of them guys who dressed up like women mm-hmm. and made some kick-ass music. Yep. Went up against Congress and Tipper Gore to end censorship in music. That's pretty fucking cool. Now, moving forward from that, I know somebody personally who worked for D. Snyder um, at his house. All that being said about D. Snyder sticking up for free speech or whatever was a big, huge disappointment when it came to COVID. Yeah, pretty ironic, huh? Yeah, that was pretty wild. That actually broke my heart. Because he literally went to war with Congress and the Senate about censorship and music, but then turned and and against like government overreach as well, and went on to like lick the boots of the people during the COVID tyranny. That broke my ever loving heart, honestly, when it came to 80s people. It broke my heart with my favorite shock jock of all time that also played these great musicians, fucking Howard Stern. Oh, Howard. Howie. That was, that hurt so much because I was just like, you know what, Howard? I loved you, but fuck you, dude. <laughs> the guy like, who was so very much against the system and the establishment fucking joined the establishment. He, he was the, he is, is, is the biggest sellout ever was Howard Stern. Um, I'll beg to differ with you on that. I'm going to go with Rage Against the Machine and then Howard Stern is a close second. I'm going Howard first is what it is. I'm going, but, hey, <clears throat> let's disagree. Recently, we can duke it out, bro. <laughs> but recently he uh, he just decided to start living life because for the longest time, up until like a couple months ago, he was still living at home and having shit sent to him. He would never he went out. He was afraid to leave the house. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, but that just goes to show how deep this this uh, this cult mentality goes. Is that 
you're reeling in people who were once against the establishment and bringing them to the establishment a la Howard Stern and Rage Against the Machine. The Illuminati strikes again. Could have, boom. Yes, indeed. Now. And then my one little band, I got a shout out here, is 80s Bon fucking Jovi. Have at it. Dude, Bon fucking Jovi. Okay. Now, he wasn't my cup of tea, honestly. He was when I was a kid. He really was. I, I loved Bon Jovi when I was younger. But looking back at it now, not my favorite. Just not like if if it comes on the radio when I'm at work and I'm playing my my app music at work, I usually thumbs down it. Minus like a couple songs. There's a couple out there. Like I love It's My Life, which is an 80s. That was during the 90s. That's, but That was 2000. Was that 2000s? That's 2000 because it was class of 2001's uh, graduation song. It came out in 2000. Well, fuck that then. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, like he had his songs like Living on a Prayer. Living on a Prayer will always echo in infamy. Oh, actually not infamy, <laughs> but you know, it's always there. Dude, uh, Living on a Prayer is a cult classic. Like yeah. I worked in bars for 20 years, bars and restaurants for 20 years. And I've seen a lot of live bands and I've seen a lot of karaoke and living on a prayer is a staple when it comes to bands and or karaoke. Seriously. That's one of those songs that will stand the test of time. Um, as, how many times and, did you hear sweet Caroline? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. That's how many. Ba, ba, ba. Dude. Like, that so good. That's another so karaoke good. anthem. Actually, since we're going there, you know what else is a karaoke anthem? Which is insane to me because every single person, minus like the two people I've ever heard made it sound good, is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. There is always somebody or some band that is going to sabotage that song live because they think they can hit those high notes, but really they sound like a dying cat. What the in the night? You know what I mean? Like I can't even do it. You can't do it. It's too hard. The one that always sings it that I've noticed, even when I was in Colorado and I found out somebody from the southeast area of Michigan. (laughs) Which, by the way, there's no raised in South South Detroit. Detroit. There's no such thing as South Detroit. It is take Detroit, north, south, east, west. You can go south but it's more likely Southwest or Corktown. That's yeah. it. When we talk about Southwest Detroit that or Corktown, that's about as South as you're going to get. But as a South Detroit term in general, it's not real. That's just something they made in a song. You're taking it from two guys who come from here. Thank you very it's much. It's not like South Boston. It's not like South Side New York. No, dude. <laughs> it's... If you go south, you're literally running into the fucking Detroit River. <laughs> you're you're either you're either Southwest Detroit or Dearborn. Period. When you're born and raised in Southwest South Detroit, Detroit, so that means you were what the Rensen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, sorry, that's, you know the former Joe Louis Arena. That that's that's where you're from. But do you do you know who else came out in the '80s though? Before we just totally just say it was just hair bands. There yeah. was bands like Depeche Mode, bro. Well, you also had Pantera. Pantera came out in the 80s, which, by the way, believe it or not, and I don't know if all you folks know this or not, Pantera was a hair band. Before Phil Anselmo came in there and took over on vocals, 
Pantera was very much a spandex wearing hairband. They were. They were. You know who knows that? Pantera fans. Yes. Real Pantera fans, not just the guys that came out for Cemetery Gates. You know what I mean? But you know who else was out there was uh, The Cure. Do you remember The yep. Cure? The Cure. Boys Don't Cry. I mean, that, that you know, all that. There was so much to the 80s that. Red Hot Chili Peppers were an 80s band, too. The Red Hot Chili Peppers started in the 80s, dog. They did. I remember that. Because I'm like, what the? Mother's Milk came out in the 80s, which is a Chili Peppers song, yeah. which our album. I'm sorry, not Chili Peppers song. I'm so sorry. Look at you giving me the look too. like that was not a song. That was an album, motherfucker. <laughs> I love the bubble looks, but also on top of what came out in the 80s. We need to talk about the holidays because those are coming. We've already passed Thanksgiving by the time the show comes out, which means we are very much allowed to talk about Christmas movies. It's the only reason why I'm allowing it, because if we didn't cut the bird, go fuck yourself. I ain't talking about this. I'm shit. with that. Faux show. <clears throat> but anyway, but hey, go talking about it. some Christmas movies. The best Christmas movies, by the way. Best ones. Go. I'm letting you take this one. Die Hard. Die Hard is very much a Christmas movie. It is very much. It was released in the summertime in the 80s. Greatest movie of all time. And then also, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. It's a Jewish movie. I call it a Christmas movie. I love it. Put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. Yarmulke and Christmas. It's time for Hanukkah. It's time for Hanukkah, (laughs) y'all. No, it's time for Hanukkah and Christmas. Yes, yes. And Kwanzaa. Sure. Anyway. Merry Kwanzaa. And then uh, the most recent one I like is uh, The Night Before with uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I wanted to get his name right. And then uh, I call him Papa Doc from uh, 8 Mile. He's in there, too. (laughs) <laughs> fuck papa doc as eminem would papa say doc. but anyway hilarious. that movie's funny as shit great ass movie that's <laughs> and then also bad santa great great fucking movie bad santa 2 eh, i'll put it up there as a good one to watch but i'm not putting it up towards the greatness of bad santa sequels usually blow in general they just do um there's only My been two sequels I enjoyed more than the first. Actually, three. Godfather Part 2, Aliens, and then Terminator 2. Those are the only sequels I've loved more than the original. Otherwise, they ain't shit, honestly. Like, sequels aren't my thing. Now, my personal favorite Christmas movie ever, Home Alone, man. Such a great movie. I've seen it in movie theaters. My grandparents took me and my sister to go see it. Oh, I saw it in theaters too. Now, as 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 it goes to sequels, Home Alone 2 was okay at best. It had the you It know, had the Donald in it though, man. Oh, Donald Trump move the fuck on, man. <laughs> you know, I have to stab that in there. But let, also let me Tim tell Curry. you how I feel about that. Greatest, move the fuck on. One of the greatest on. fucking actors of all time, Tim Curry in there. 
Oh, he was. But he seriously, was Home Alone's great. But you know what? When Christmas to me, when it comes to like TV and stuff, is not so many the movies, or not so much the movies. It's the uh, like the Rudolphs, the old school Rudolph and the old school Frosty, and the old school Grinch. You know what I mean? I love those. Those are great. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Grinch. But you know what? Now, now to boot, like the Grinch movie that uh, uh, Jim Carrey did, great. He knocked it out of the that park. was awesome. But he my favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone, hands down. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know what it, probably because it's from my era or our era. But like, I love it. But like a Christmas story is great. You shoot your eye out, you shoot your eye out, kid. That's yeah. like the movie. I love how it's ran 24 hours on TBS and you could just walk away from it and go back to it and be like, yep, I remember this part. Dog, TBS will run that the day after fucking Thanksgiving till past Christmas. You know what I mean? That is a great Christmas movie. Um, the original Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I like that a lot. That was cool. Yeah, we... Uh, the sequel's not so much... My youngest wanted to watch it, and I'm like, we have to wait until after Thanksgiving for this one, kid. Yeah, that's a good one. Great movie, um, though. You know, what else is one of my favorite? The uh, Not a Christmas story, but uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. I can't think of the name. Why can't I think of the name? I'm having a brain fart. I love Bill Murray's movie, Scrooged. Yes, that was good. That was a that good was one. Good. But the original and My Scrooge sister movie, took me to the, the movie theater to go see it. it? And I was scared when it, when it came out. Movie scared the shit out of me, man. But we got to throw in Elf. Elf is a great Christmas movie. Oh. oh, God. Yes. And you know Elf now is a musical on Broadway? It deserves it. It really does. I was just like, I tried to get my uh, wife to want to go see it. She goes, no, it's going to ruin it. I'm like, who cares? Let's go. It'd be fun. Do you know who hates Will Ferrell? Who? Mrs. Buds hates him. But why? I almost feel like she might be a fed because of it. Is she a fed? Is my wife a fed? Let's talk about this for a minute. Is Mrs. Buds a fed because Mrs. she Buds, Will Ferrell? Are you a communist? <laughs> I can't wait till she's going to kill me on that one. Show. I'm she's joking. She's going to edit this show and be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, I've always fucking hated that fucking bubba. Holy shit. My, put Look my it. shit during uh, editing. Look, Thank you. Potential spam is calling me. I'm going to answer it on this show. Oh, never mind. They already hung up balls. I was and then another good funny movie for the holidays. Yes. Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is good. Jingle All There's so many good Christmas And there's also, man. because also, not only did you have Sinbad going up against Arnold Schwarzenegger, you had Phil Hartman in it. Man, oh. Phil Hartman has a piece of my heart, actually, because he's OG fucking SNL. Which, by the way, speaking of SNL, um, did you happen to see Chappelle on SNL? Yeah, he knocked it out of the park and pissed off people again. I loved it. Dude, he what? was great. And by the way, he um, pretty much said everything we said about Kanye, except made it funny. I know. I, like, I think people realized you cannot cancel Dave Chappelle because he does not give a fuck. He let that be known. He turned down millions of dollars 
He turned down hundreds of millions of dollars. Because he knew that he'd be watched like a hawk when it comes to that shit. I love Oh, yeah, because he he saw the censorship started on the Chappelle show, and he's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And good for him. And good for him. Always speak your truth, folks. That's all I'm going to say is always speak your truth no matter what people think about you. Like, look at us. Look at people like me and you. We do this show. I got people so mad at me right now. So mad. They don't talk to me no more. We should read because of mean this. messages for an episode. We should. should Hey, ladies and gentlemen. And then if there's any questions, we're going to go ahead and ask answer. Yeah. Them. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's do that, actually. Uh, we're going to start reading mean messages and or mean tweets or anything that tells Bubba and I to go fuck themselves or we're some kind of Neanderthals or whatever. We're going to start doing that. And by the way, we want more guests in the basement. We want more guests. We want guests from all walks of life, not just political stuff. Midterms are over now. We don't want to do the political thing all the time. Folks, you want to come on to the show? Message. all it, We do everything on our awesome devices that we touch constantly throughout the day. And I'm not talking about my thing. I'm talking my about my dick. <laughs> I'm not talking about my dick. I'm talking about my phone. <laughs> That's going to get me canceled if I keep that shit up. But hey, can't be canceled if nobody knows. Hey, hi. Yeah, hey. I mean, as long as you're not touching your dick on camera, they can't cancel you for that, right? Well, I don't work at CNN, so I'm not worried. I'm just playing, y'all. But seriously, you know, that's all we got for this week. Um, have a happy um, Thanksgiving, and I hope you did have a happy Thanksgiving. When you I hope you did show. have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you ate way too much food. I hope it made you sick, because that's what's going to happen to me, because I'm going to get stoned, I'm going to eat too much food, and I'm going to be ill, and I'm okay with that. Now, do we still call it Black Friday or is it Green Friday? Some companies are not saying Black Friday because it sounds racist, but green as in Christmas and money. You know what? All I'm going to say is about Black Friday and all that bullshit, which this show is coming out on Black Friday, by the way. Oh, Black oh. Friday. You said Black Friday. Cancel us immediately. No, but listen, y'all. Listen. Christmas ain't about commercialism. It's, about it's not about Satanism. Presents. It's not. It's about what? Satanism. <laughs> I mean, the way mainstream media portrays Christmas, yes, it's, it is about Satanism. But hail Satan! No, I'm fucking. You know, Christmas guys. is about you know the birth of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to get too religious, but it's also about a time of. Being with the people you love and care about, family, friends. Um, My favorite thing about Christmas is you're supposed to do better for others instead of yourself. That's my thing about Christmas too, and, and that's, that's what I try. You know, and that's try, and that's why we're gonna, you know, say, hey, get some mittens and gloves for mittens for Detroit, and hurry up and get them turned in so we can pick them up or mail them to the address that you will see on social media that I post constantly because it's about helping people. It's about helping others. It is about a sense of community. It is about a sense of family, not only about the birth of Christ. Okay. The birth of Christ is just a bonus. If you believe in that. 
if you believe that, you know, I believe it. So that's put that out there for those. But like seriously, like if 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 Hanukkah's your thing or Kwanzaa's your thing or whatever it is, Merry Kwanzaa. Yes, I just said that out loud. But no. Remember that version mobile commercial, Merry Christmas Hana Kwanzaa to you. <laughs> oh, that's even better than what I just Merry said. Christmas Hana Kwanzaa. But I remember that commercial because I needed a because back back then I couldn't keep up. I didn't have a good job and cell phones were atrociously high in price. So I always did the Virgin Mobile one. That I dig that. But no, seriously, you guys, in this holiday season, you know, it's about love. It is about helping. It is about being better. It is about doing better. And we need to make that happen as a society. As as much of a person as I am about being strangers, people, Ugh. I get it. Trust me. But also, we need to bring back a sense of community. Um, bring back the love fest. Let's bring a love fest to each other into this country, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's do a summer of love and burn shit down again. Or I a mean, winter what? of love and melt the snow with the fire and just love each other. You know, that's that's what I want to preach on this show from now on. I don't want to black pill you guys anymore. I don't want to do that. Don't black anything. Don't white anything. <laughs> but until then, I love Bubba. I love you listeners. Elephant shoes. <laughs> Elephant shoes. Much love, y'all. <laughs> Go